Oh, that's nice. Hello, my traveling Pillsbury's. This is your Rolling Stone host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his Jimmy Dean Martin sausage cast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Today's story is all about taking a magic carpet ride. Only the carpet's not magic, and it's in a corridor, and the corridor is on a ship, and that ship is cruising. Cruisin' by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Ridiculously overpriced weapon systems had become something of a given at the Defense Department, but before things got even more out of hand and we were blowing our entire trillion dollar budget and getting nothing more than a single slingshot in return, Congress sent in a team of auditors to determine if there was fat to be trimmed. And if so, could we afford several $8 billion fat trimmers? Among other things that made the news, it was discovered that the cost of cruise missiles had become so high they were actually more expensive to build than cruise ships. Rather than go through the time-consuming process of itemizing expenses and fighting over a thousand individual prices, a daring young senator from Oklahoma realized he could save the country billions by simply buying up those cruise ships and firing them at people. You might be surprised to learn that the cruise ship people were on board with this to a degree, but when you think about it, being on board was a big part of their job. What might not surprise you was their effort to monetize the military maneuvers. They didn't want to sell their ships, but for an exorbitant fee, they would allow the government to fire them at whomever they settled on as being our enemies in any particular week. The cruise lines reasoned that since their party boats were being fired from a gigantic cruise ship gun, they'd be saving tons of money on fuel. Also, since 93% of the people we were firing upon lived outside of the U.S., they might as well book passengers into all those empty cabins for international good times. People shelled out their money as if they were paying with actual shells. For the first time, they'd be able to take cruises to landlocked cities and all sorts of places as long as they were east of Egypt and west of the Sea of Japan. They certainly weren't going to find any more shells where they were going, at least not the sea kind, but fortunately they'd all be dead. The joke was on someone else though, because as the ships flew through the air, their captains had a bad feeling about being able to dock properly at hundreds of meters per second. They deployed the lifeboats, and in no time, the Middle East and hinky places near Russia and China were crawling with pissed off American tourists. Those enemy combatants and their civilian friends and families either got squashed by water slides and blackjack tables, or were overwhelmed by demands for fresh linens and refunds. Angry customers with money and connections turned out to be the most demoralizing weapon mankind had ever unleashed upon other mankind. The poorer countries of the world didn't have the resources to field all of those customer service issues. No one had anticipated that these people would even be alive, much less that they had kept all their receipts and confirmation numbers. There weren't enough supervisors in the world to talk to all of these people. Before the tourists could call all the lawyers they were threatening to call, our enemies gave up. Then our friends gave up. We'd conquered the world faster than a six-person game of Risk, which admittedly could last for up to three and a half years. Finally, the world was America's bombed-out shitty oyster. If this story shipped your goods, you can charter it and other Maritimelys at the web address of the officer's mess, BewareTheHairyMango.com. It's time for mail! Email BewareTheHairyMango It takes more than one to tango The only other rhyme is Durango Unless you stretch Mustango. Keith writes, This has been a year full of loss and remembrance. We lost Leonard Nimoy, but his wonderful acting is available at any time on Netflix. We lost Sir Terry Pratchett, but his works can fill your life with laughter with but a trip to a library or a download on a Kindle. 
We lost Gene Gene the Dancing Machine, but YouTube allows his steps to live on. We're losing the mango, but there is quite a back catalog and a mucho mango mayo to come. While loss will continue, legacies and stories created just for a punchline about a load of bullshit are eternal. The high-pitched voice of Keith? Ooh, maybe I should have read that highly pitched. I should probably read these things before I read them. Thanks, Keith, man. No, thanks, Keith. Man, you really like that one episode. We're kind of fucked if we lose the internet, aren't we? Maybe we should record the whole internet onto the most durable of storage devices, the VHS tape. Come on, you've still got some lying around. I know. I won't tell. There, there. And now you must listen to yourselves. Now we will both Listen to yourselves. You will listen, you will. And now you must listen to yourselves. Are you still listening? Sing the email song along with David Bradshaw from davidbradshawmusic.com who is like the sonic deodorant on this otherwise stanky show. Dribble carefully in the comments for this post or tax-free mail me and we'll dream about April 16th at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or put up all of our old posters with double-sided tape at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Whenever we're being escorted out of another neighborhood, the SF and SF signal stands for sordid fiddling, the catch-all phrase that the police have fallen back on to describe our various offenses. My lawyers have told me I can't go into details, but let me clarify that that there is no actual fiddle involved. Tweet all over my seat that all the tushiest trousers follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity where the only designer you'll find on my jeans is that guy that makes role-playing games who has had a crush on me ever since I misunderstood his use of the term succubus. Hey, I was ready to do anything to get out of that dungeon. If you've completely given up on life, head over to bewarethehairymango.tumblr.com and scroll through that. It couldn't possibly make things any worse. Think about all that money you didn't end up having to give me for high five and throw a piece of that into the donate button on the Thunder Home page. I'll spend your money on buttons and bows and finally have something to keep my pants up because I've poured so much coffee down my pants they've built up an immunity and sleep right through the day and no one no one believes me when I explain that that noise is the snoring of my pants this podcast lies serenely by the placid waters of a warm summer lake while soaking up the rays and enjoying a trashy novel and plans to go out to a nice dinner later and make passionate love to its spouse after dinner I mean then sleep in and do the whole thing again every day that it's on vacation from its creative commons attribution non-commercial share like 4.0 international license until Jim Backus's long-lost X-rated cartoons make you feel all Mr. Magooey inside, this was once falsely accused of being Matthew Sanborn Smith, reminding you that wolves are always in sheep's clothing because sheep are naked. Good night. <laughs>